Hello, this is Dan Russo, head football coach of Island High School. You're listening to The Dan Russo Show on Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's what I call the rally cry. Relentless, like a dog on a bone. We got gas in the tank to go all night. We got gas in the tank to go all night. Relentless, we don't walk alone. Relentless, it's time to get to work now. Let's get going. And welcome back to another episode of the Dan Russo Show presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group and Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett, and joining me each and every week of this show is the namesake of the Dan Russo Show, head coach of Vineland High School Football, Coach Dan Russo. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Um, how you doing? Not too bad. Uh, schedule got a little thrown off because Mother Nature decided to uh, play a part in rescheduling last week's game against Egg Harbor Township, but we are here. Um, the EHT game moved to Saturday morning. Didn't go as planned, but we do have a playoff game for Vineland football coming up this weekend against Atlantic City. We're going to get into uh, that matchup. But, Coach, coming out of the EHT game, uh, what did you guys see on film? You know, obviously didn't go the way you guys wanted it to go. Um, down a couple players as well due to injury. But overall, what are some things you guys as a coaching staff took away from that Egg Harbor Township game on Saturday? Yeah, first thing you mentioned, playoff game, it's actually a consolation game. I don't know if you're aware of that or not, Yeah, but it's a um, consolation game. Unfortunately, we didn't make it in. You know, we had made it four years prior in a row. A couple games, um, I felt like we could have won this year. We just, you know, came up a little short, but, you know, we're going to plan for these upcoming games. We have um, Atlantic City at Atlantic City this Saturday at 1 o'clock, and then the following Saturday, we're going to play Bridgeton at Vineland. Uh, at 12 o'clock at Gatone Stadium. It's going to be senior day. I'm going to honor the seniors on the football team, the cheerleaders, and the band. So it should be a great day. Um, it's been a tough season as far as, um, you know, having our full team there every week. We've had some, um, you know, injuries, unfortunately. And, then, you know, some kids here and there were out because they were sick. It was uh, non-COVID issues. And then um, some off the field stuff that's uh, that has hurt us as well. But um, team and the staff are hanging in there. You know we're going to continue to work hard and um, you know try to finish this season out on a positive note. And like you said, Atlantic City and Bridgeton, two teams that you know old Cape Atlantic League. Uh, it's been a while since you guys have played Bridgeton as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you know um, my first couple years we played them. Um, um, they beat us pretty good, and then we started getting a little bit better. Then we started beating them, and then all of a sudden, the people that make the schedule said, "You can't play Britain anymore. You guys got, you guys are too good." And you know, it doesn't make sense to me because it's the same kind of kids rivalry. It should be one of our games every year. And um, Atlantic City's another one. Um, they were the first few years I was in there beating us pretty well, and we started beating them. And then once again, was told. Uh, you know, can't play them anymore. You guys, you know, you're too good, which makes no sense at all. I think we should always be playing um, these two teams. So I'm excited about it. Like you said, old Cape Atlantic rivals. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. And so are the kids and the coaches. You know, the the old Cape games, I think for, you know, players, I got a chance to play in those when it was around. And then obviously 
alumni and coaches, you always look forward to those games because of the memories you have playing against those teams as well. Yeah, no doubt. When I played here, we always, you know, we played Atlantic City, but at the time we weren't playing, um, we weren't playing Bridgeton. Never had the opportunity to play them, but the Atlantic City was always a great rivalry. Um, they were always uh, really good. It was uh, always a tough game. Coach Weiss was the head coach back then, and he did a real nice job with that program. Yeah, I mean, I can remember year in and year out when I was in high school, Vineland playing Atlantic City, it was always one of those games that, you know, it was one you got up for, and if it was at Atlantic City, you got a, go a chance to go down to the shore. Um, so you guys will have that opportunity this week. But what's the week of practice been like? Obviously, knowing it's a consolation game uh, against Atlantic City, what have you guys been able to pick up on film? How's the weight room been? And uh, just overall, you know, practice vibes going into this game on Saturday. Yeah, it's been good. It's a tough week because um, the kids are off from school since Tuesday. So it kind of makes our schedule more difficult as far as transportation, things like that. So we've made the most of it. You know, we, we gave them off yesterday. We went um, Tuesday and Wednesday. And then today we'll have a walkthrough. Um, Monday, the JV played EHT really tough. It was a great game. I was fortunate enough to be able to, you know, bust down the EHT with them. We came up a little short, ended up losing 21-18. But we have some really good young players, and I'm real excited about that. They, um, they have the right attitude. And, um, you know, they're giving, it, giving us everything they have. We've had to pull up some freshmen up to varsity. So it's not easy. Um competing in some of these games, but, um, you know, the kids are stepping up and, you know, playing very hard and it was a great game and very exciting. And I was real proud of them. Um, you know, we've got, we're playing, uh, the team with the orange helmets Monday and Tuesday. We have, um, let's think here. JV plays Monday at Catone four o'clock. And then the freshmen will play at 4 o'clock on Tuesday. So we're looking to finish on a high note with those guys, and um, they should be really good games. But like I said, we have a really good group of young guys. Um, they're going to stick together. They're going to work hard in the offseason, and uh, you know the future is bright here. And I think a couple of those guys, we've gotten a chance to see them over the last couple of weeks uh, on offense and defense for, for Xavion, but Xavion Diaz and, and Charles Clark have come in and kind of been like a bit of a spark plug, have shown some signs of, you know, they have a, a particular set of skills, as Liam Neeson once said in Taken, um, mm -hmm. to, to really be pivotal pieces of this team moving forward <laughs> as both of them being freshmen. Um, I think if they get a little bit more experience under their belts as well, some time in the weight room, uh, with the varsity squad, I see a bright future for both of those guys. And I think Xavion came in uh, in that game against Williamstown and EHT and has really shown that like he has what it takes to compete at the varsity level. Yeah, Xavion, he's uh, very talented. Not only does he have um, breakaway speed, he has uh, really good hands. He runs uh, really good routes. And um, he's pro he processes well. He's processed you know, the offense and, um, you know, it's a big jump going from freshman plays to varsity plays because there's more, there's more to it, but he's, um, he's done a great job. And, you know, Charles is, is another one. He's doing a great job processing, um, you know, our plays and the playbook, you know, it's more, 
more to it than uh, playing freshman. It's pretty basic. Um, it's just like the um, base plays, but um, he's another one that's picked it up. And we had, um, you know, Bryce Wilson, another freshman playing uh, defense. He's done a nice job for us. He's um, not a great player. And we actually had our center was uh, Novell Jenkins came in the second half against EHT. And, you know, he did a nice job too. And then our kicker, you know, Ashman's a freshman. So we have a lot of freshmen playing. And as you know, the quarterbacks are freshmen too. So, you know, I tell these kids they're 14 or 15 years old. They're playing against 18, 19 year olds. Just, you know, use this opportunity to get better. And then, you know what you have to do in the off season. It's just, you know, um, it's a process as they say. Yeah. I think, benefit of these guys that are freshmen that are getting an opportunity to play together on varsity especially on one side of the ball for the most part is they're gonna have a chance to kind of build chemistry right now and going into next season they'll be like on the same page for the most part with one another having played with each other in games where you know they struggled but they're gonna know what it takes to overcome adversity and what it takes to play together as a team so I think that's a huge benefit for a young offense like you guys have that we've said all season is mostly freshmen sophomores and a couple juniors in there not too many seniors on the offense so i think that's going to be a big benefit heading into next season yeah no doubt and um you know we got a lot of bright spots in the, in the sophomore class we've got some really good juniors as well so you know we're just going to keep working hard and finish the season here on a positive note and do our best to get a couple you know a couple more wins here in the next couple weeks <clears throat> and you know we have the big one on thanksgiving and you know how that goes. So, um, like I said, we're just going to keep working hard. You know, our guys will be ready. And uh, looking forward to seeing uh, these kids uh, competing. You know, Xavion's also played on the defensive side of the ball. He made a big play uh, either against Williamstown or EHT. He had a nice tip pass that uh, saved a big completion from the opposing offense. So he's also picked things up on defense pretty well. And he's been a joy to watch. And I think – Overall, the defense over the past couple of weeks, even though, you know, Williamstown and EHT have put up points, I think overall they've played relatively well. They've shown signs of being able to, you know, create pressure against opposing quarterbacks. There's been sacks. There's been turnovers. What do you think has been a, a turning point with just the, the amount of pressure and the amount of attention to detail the defense has been able to provide? Yeah, like I said, they're hanging in there doing the best they can. And one thing I will say, you know, they're making some plays, but we're close to making some really big plays. And I felt like a few times we had that quarterback wrapped up or even the running back. But I've told them they got to finish. You can't think that some of these guys are going to go down with arm tackles. You have to wrap up, swarm tackle, swarm to the ball, and get these guys down. You know, each T's having a good season. Um, I know they have a lot of seniors. Coach Stetzer told me he's done a nice job with them. So, um, and they're playing in the playoffs tonight. But, um, you know, I felt like we could have competed better against them. I just felt like it wasn't our best game, and, you know, we got to get better. And I think one thing that stood out in terms of just creating pressure and, uh, you know, getting after the quarterback over the last two weeks, it feels like we've seen a different gear from Jameer Bryson over the past couple of weeks where he's been able to get after the quarterback. He's been making plays. He's been in calls for me and Rich when we're in the booth. We're, you know, announcing his name a ton. What do you think has, you know, kind of clicked for him to be able to get through and you know turn on another gear late in the season yeah he's a real passionate player he's you know 
doing his best to help the team win. And, you know, he's playing hard. Um, he's learned our system. He came over from another school and um, he's been here for, you know, not even a year with us. And he's, um, he's done a good job. He's uh, working hard and he's trying to make plays for us. I think that's the perfect word to describe Jameers. He's passionate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, heading into this game against Atlantic City, what are some things you guys are looking for? You know, obviously with it being a consolation game, what are you guys looking for from, you know, all three phases to go out against an AC team that's three and five uh, on the road and, and compete with the team and, and hopefully come away with a big win? You know, anytime you play Atlantic City, you have to be concerned about their team speed. They always have, you know, really fast players. So we're going to do our best to uh, make it difficult for them to make plays, you know. Um, we've made some adjustments, and um, we've got a good game plan. And, um, you know, like I said, it's going to be a good game. You know, they're having a – Decent season. They have a new coach. He's doing a great job trying to rebuild that program. It's going to be a tough game anytime you play an Atlantic City team with, you know, their talent and at their stadium. It's it's not easy. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to competing, and um, it should be a good one. And I think one thing too, we talked about Xavion and we've talked about Charles, but we've gotten a chance to see Charles and DJ out of the backfield. A bit of a different speed than what we've seen from Anthony Arthur this season, where Anthony kind of just hits the holes. And if he can get around the outside, that's when we really see him flash. But both Charles and DJ, they bring a, a speed element that I think we haven't seen from one of your backfields in a while. What have you guys liked from both the uh, the Clark tandem, if you will, uh, with DJ and Charles running out of the backfield for you? Yeah, they've stepped up and they're playing extremely hard. They have, you know, a lot of talent. Um you know, Charles in particular, you know, he's, you know, 14 years old out there competing against 18, 19 year olds. He's given us everything he has. He's very shifty. He's got really great lateral movement. He's got great hips. Um, a year in the weight room will do him good. He needs, you know, put on some weight and get stronger. And um, he's going to be fine. And then DJ, you know, another kid from the basketball team that we have, he's, He's got another gear. He's really fast twitch and has um, really good overall speed. So we try to get him, you know, out in the open field. And um, he's going to have a great career with us, too. He's going to finish up strong here in his junior year and bring all that positivity to his senior year. And he's going to be a good one for us. So I'm real happy about both of them. Um, they're very complimentary to each other. You know, Charles, you know, between the tackles and, and, and can get to the outside. And then with DJ – you know, he, he's like a burner. You know, we can put some packages in to get him out in space. So we're looking forward to uh, those two feeding off one another. And, you know, that's one thing I've noticed, too, with, with DJ is when you guys have had him back there on kick returns as well. He's been a game changer uh, setting up field position for you where if the ball's kicked to him, he's bringing it out to at least the 30-yard line every single return. Is that something that, you know, with Braylon being out, is that something you guys noticed with the speed that DJ brings to the table that you can, uh, you know, utilize to your advantage to have him and Deshaun Winchester back there using their speed and using their ability to kind of, you know, make defenders miss and, and bring the ball up and give you guys better field position? Yeah, you said exactly right. He's doing a great job returning the ball. You know, I'm just looking for him to break one, and he's going to because he's got that speed and he's um, he's got really good moves and. Um, 
you know, I could see him running a few back in his career. So I'm looking forward to seeing that day. And, um, you know, like you said, Winchester does an excellent job too. So hopefully we can utilize their, you know, their skill sets and get us in good field position. And I think that's one of those like deceitful things where a lot of people know Deshaun has that speed where he can return it to the house and he's back there. So they try to avoid kicking to him, but then DJ's back there and they're not really too sure what he brings to the table. And then it's like, boom, in an instant, he's up to the 30, 35 yard line at the very least. Right. No doubt. He's got, like you said, he's got that really that good overall speed and, you know, it's been helping us in our, you know, with field position, hopefully it'll help tomorrow. Uh, you know, going into this game, obviously you guys have used the passing game a ton this year. Uh, just checking in on how Dan's doing. Um, obviously got hit pretty hard in one of the games recently, but was able to walk off under his own power and uh, seemed to be okay after the game, but just wanted to check in on how he's doing and how you guys plan to use him uh, going into this game against Atlantic City. He's obviously, you know, been able to move the ball with his legs, that, that signature play that he has. Uh, to be able to just bully through people, uh, lowering that shoulder and, and using his pure strength that he has. But then his arm power, uh, I think, has really gotten better as the season's gone on, and he's been able to get the ball down the field to some of these speed guys and uh, some of these guys with good hands. And he's also seemed to click with Xavion uh, on a few plays as well, and they've been building some chemistry. So what are your expectations for Dan in this game? Yeah, he's he's going to be able to go, unfortunately. Um, and the x-rays were negative and there's nothing broken. So he'll be fine. He'll be ready. He's been, uh, you know, resting when he can this week. It's been nice for the kids, you know, being off from school and having some extra time to themselves to rest and heal up and get caught up on their schoolwork. So, uh, yeah, he'll be ready to go. And like you said, he's improved throughout the season with his, um, you know, in the passing game, he's learning. He's got to get rid of the ball quick. Um, we've had a, a tough line up front, moving different guys around, having some injuries on that O line. So he's, I tell him, you got to let it go quick. Um, and he's listening. So, you know, he's util- he's utilizing um, his skill set the best he can. Like you said, he's able to, um, you know, run some of our quarterback run plays very well. And um, he's getting better in the passing game. So, like I said earlier, with some of these young guys, it's just a process. And, um, we're going to see it through. And I think going into this game, you know, you want to continue to see more from that defense that we talked about earlier. With Obviously, Jameer, you have Xavion out there playing corner and improving every week as he's been called up to varsity. Uh, but again, another guy that we continue to call his name is Emmanuel DeVellis, and he just continues to make tackles, continues to be a game wrecker. Uh, what are you expecting from him in this game to kind of be the guy that initiates some pressure and gets in there after the quarterback? Yeah, he's improved each week. I'm real proud of, you know, Manny. He's that's his nickname, Manny, and then we call him E. Um, he's incredible. He's very smart, and um, you know, he utilizes his uh, long reach to uh, make plays and his speed. And you know, real excited about him and our program. And fortunately, we have another year with him. But he'll be out there making plays. I think he's leading the team in tackles, so I would have to double check the stats. But he's he's really doing a great job for us. And I think one of the like semantics things in this game, obviously with you guys having played last Saturday morning, you get another Saturday game. Does that factor into, you know, kind of just having that normalcy of just a full game week of preparation rather than playing on a short week? Yeah, it's it's kind of relaxing, you know. 
especially like you go home on a Friday night, get some rest and you're fresh for Saturday because, um, you know, long days, Fridays, end of the week with school and, you know, most of my guys on the staff are teachers, so it's an early morning and then, you know, you got to get up 5.30, probably don't get home till 10.30, 11 sometimes, it's, it's a long day and um, it's nice to have, you know, some games on Saturdays here and get up fresh and you can just focus on football. Yeah, I think it, it'll pay dividends too for the guys in terms of just recovery, even though they've had, you know, kind of most of the week off of school with uh with everything going on with the schools, you know, teacher conventions and everything of the like. Um, I think it benefits them to have the full week to just kind of reset, prepare, and, you know, not have to worry about a short week and getting up uh, on a lack of seven full days uh, after having played a game. But Atlantic City on Saturday afternoon, we'll get into uh, the final details of that, but obviously a, a couple big things around uh, the alumni, Levi Manson, entered the transfer portal. We'll see where uh, Levi ends up, but have you gotten a chance to talk to him since he entered the transfer portal? Not since he entered that portal. I think the last I spoke, he was thinking about it, but then I saw that he officially did it. So, yeah, we'll see where he lands, and hopefully um, he gets in a spot where he's he's happy, you know? For sure, and that's all you know, you want to see with, uh, you know, any former player, any current player, you want to see them in a situation that benefits them uh, and makes the most sense for them. But uh, hopefully Levi ends up in a place where he's playing on Saturdays and gets an opportunity to uh, showcase his talents. Uh, and obviously the other alumni around the, the college game, have you gotten a chance to talk to any of them recently? Yeah, I text um, Pacheco and Pal. They had a great win beating Illinois. That's, that's an incredible win. Happy for him. You got the Big Ten win, and hopefully, can get a couple more, and you know, get into a bowl game. And I know we have some guys, you know, playing at Kane. They're doing a real good job. Pal's brother, uh, Jonathan, Tony, Lathan Kent. You know, they're having some success there. And then we have some guys at Delval with uh, Barry Turner and Conrad Jackson. So it's nice to see these guys, you know, taking advantage of their opportunities. You know, you got Seymour and uh, Kent at uh, Sussex County College. Um, that's a name to listen for is uh, Seymour. See where he ends up, too. He's doing all the right things. But in my opinion, he's a Division One running back. So, probably one of the best running backs ever go to Vaughn High School. So, we'll see where he lands as well. I think the last time you guys played Bridgeton, he was your running back. Yeah, it could be. you could be right there. Yeah. Because I think that was him that was uh... – Sansalone was still there. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Reyes was playing yeah. tight end for you guys. Bachma, yep. center, and then we had Pacheco as the quarterback and Naheem Anderson. Yeah, we had some dudes in. That's for sure. Yeah. So we'll see where he <laughs> ends up. Um, but obviously, we do it each and every week. It's it's the consolation version of it, but it's look good, feel good, play good on the Dan Russo show. What's the uh, the jersey combination looking like for Saturday afternoon? Yeah, we're going to do something a little different. I think it's going to be a good look. We're going all white, but with the red and gray helmets. Okay. So that'll be something, you know, for the first time we're, we're going to wear. So it should be a good look for us. I'm excited to see that in uh, in live action. But it's Atlantic City and Vineland down in Atlantic City Saturday afternoon. Uh, one o'clock kickoff time. Consolation game should be a fun one. And then obviously next week. We'll be uh, talking about this game. Hopefully it's a win and then previewing a matchup against Bridgeton for the first time in a long time. 
Uh, but Coach Russo, final thoughts heading into this game and your expectations uh, for taking on the Atlantic City Vikings. Yeah, just looking to get a quick start. You know, guys have to be um, – they got to play with energy. I felt like the energy was down last week a little bit, so hopefully they can pick it up. And um, his staff and I, hopefully we can do our jobs and get them, you know, all um, juiced up to play an old-school rivalry game, which it's going to be. Um, excited that the committee scheduled Lank City for us. I feel like it's going to be a great game, pretty evenly matched. And um, you know, the team that makes the least amount of mistakes – and plays with the most energy is going to win this game. So hopefully our guys will be prepared and, you know, they bring it tomorrow. It should be a good one. Uh, I'll be up in the booth for Vineland Public Broadcasting and uh, hopefully calling a Vineland win against Atlantic City. But be sure to follow us on social media to keep up to date with everything going on with Vineland football at VinelandFB on Twitter and at UndergroundPHI on Twitter. Check out the Red and Gray Gridiron Group Facebook page for tons of updates across the board. Uh, check out our website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, and subscribe to the podcast. It's on your favorite podcast app. Uh, just search Underground Sports Philadelphia, and you'll be able to check out the Dan Russo Show. And if you do listen on Apple Podcasts, leave those five-star ratings and reviews to let us know you're listening to the show, checking it out, and uh, supporting the Dan Russo Show right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. But until next week, for Coach Russo, I'm Kyle Bennett. This has been another episode of the Dan Russo Show presented by the Red and Gray Gridiron Group and Underground Sports Philadelphia. We will see you guys next. Just a kid from the neighborhood, where our kids from a neighborhood. Take me back to 96, I fall asleep with